Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. Let us begin. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you, God, for the magnificent way that you've watched over us all night long. And we thank you, God, how you've protected us all day long up to this point. And I pray that our teaching we share today, God, will be a blessing to your people and will inspire us to do tremendous things for you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, y'all, I want to take us on a journey and I want to revisit something that we all know so very well. I believe there are certain foundational scriptures that God gives us for the purpose of uh, embracing them in our heart because they're going to be tremendous sources of encouragement to us and they're going to speak to us in ways that scripture normally would not speak to us. We want to uh, minister to you and, and, and share and inspire you from the book of John, St. John. And I love John because John is trying to make it perfectly plain and perfectly understandable of the power and the benefit of a relationship with Jesus Christ and the benefit of believing in his word. The word of God is powerful. And when Jesus speaks, you know, when, when, when Jesus speaks, you can count on what he's spoken and you can accept that what he's saying shall come to pass. And that's what I want to let you know today from the scriptures and let the scriptures talk because the word of God is so inspirational and so inspiring. And our Lord is calling us to embrace his word at a level now more than ever before. If there's ever a time we need to embrace the power of the scriptures, that time is right now. The power of the scriptures is Jesus speaking to us and his words exciting us and motivating us. And that's what our Lord is challenging us to do today is to be excited and motivated by the power of his word. So we'll begin our conversation today in John 10.10, 10. John 10.10, 10, as we begin to journey through our time together. John was saying that if, if Jesus has said it, that should settle it in your mind that it shall come to pass and that it is truth. And that's what I want to reaffirm in your spirit today. We're living in a season where the enemy and the, and the attacks of the enemy is trying to disprove the power of God's word, trying to make us think that the words that Christ has left with us, the promises that Christ inspires in our heart are just empty words and promises that will never come to pass. But I'll just sum it up as plainly as I can sum it up today and say to you that the devil is a liar. He's a masterful liar. 
masterful, masterful liar, masterful at creating illusions, masterful at looking at your challenges as seasons of challenge. And then because of those seasons of challenges, uh, uh, trying to have you to diminish your hope in the words that Jesus have spoken in the name of Jesus. You know, often in our church circles, we often say in the name of Jesus. And we say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Or we'll say, be healed, be delivered in the name of Jesus. I speak it as so in the name of Jesus. And we'll end with the name of Jesus. When we say in the name of Jesus, we're saying in the authority of Jesus, okay? We don't we don't defend our faith or affirm our position uh, uh, in an empty way, okay? Many people think this just, just because we as saints depend on the word of God to defend, to literally define our faith and, and, and to anchor our hope. They think that our faith and our hope is in nothing because they look at the definition of faith as the substance of things hoped for, hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And what most people do, so they look at that word hope, they give a human definition of hope because most humans, when they look at the word hope, they say, well, I hope it happens. I, I don't know. It is an expression of faith in, instead of a affirmation of power authority and belief. And that's what I want to talk about today. That name Jesus affirms our position, affirms our hope, affirm our expectations, and affirms everything that God is saying to us in this critical season of life. You all, we are in a very critical season of life, a time when our anchor must be firmly rooted on what shall prevent us from being tossed and turned in the storms of life. And that's what we're going to deal with here in the book of John. That's what John was writing in Asia Minor when he was talking to the church and he was trying to have the church be convinced beyond the shadow of a doubt that the name of Jesus is the greatest name of any name, that the name of Jesus, the authority of Jesus, that's what it was really saying, that the authority of Jesus is something that you can count on. I want to now go and read that first in the King James Version of John 10.10, 10, and then we will continue from there, because you must understand everything spiritual in this life is doing its job. Okay, in the spirit realm, spirits don't take rest. In the spirit realm, spirits don't get tired. In the spirit realm, spirits are on their job 24-7, all right, 100% of the time. And you've got to understand whether that spirit is a spirit of God or a spirit from the pits of hell, it is on duty 24-7. I want to talk to somebody and let you know today that the spirit from hell, the spirit from Satan himself, may be working overtime to try to stop you and to try to get you to give up. 
I've, I haven't said it in a while, but I'll say it again. The devil will not mess with anything that's not worth that's not worth messing with. And so if you find yourself under the attack of the devil, I need you to know that that's the devil coming to agreement with God that your life has tremendous value. As a matter of fact, if you're under attack right now, you need to stop crying. You need to lift up your head and you need to praise God and thank God because God is affirming you. God has a way of making everything come into agreement with his anointed children. And I want you to know today, I'm going to say it, I will say it again. The enemy will not mess with anything that's not worth messing with. And so you've got to begin to affirm yourself in the authority and in the name of Jesus. And so that's what I want to talk about. We, we talk about this passage all the time, but I want to just deal with it just a little bit today. John 10, 10 in the uh, King James Version of the scripture says like this, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. That right there is letting you know the agenda of the kingdom of darkness, the agenda of Satan. Satan is out to steal and kill and to destroy, to destroy what God has bought you from. Sometimes in life, y'all, when, when we can't move forward, we need to review in our mind. Don't go back, but just review in your mind how good and how faithful God has been. Sometimes when our expectations are so high and when our expectations don't meet our anticipations, we have a tendency to forget where the Lord has brought us from. But I want to encourage somebody and let you know, if you don't get to where you want to be today, and if God does not deliver his promise today, you need to rest assured that God's been good. All you got to do is just look back over your life and see where the Lord has brought you from. I don't know about you, but all I've got to do is just think back. I don't even have to look back. I don't have to even turn around. See, because what the enemy is trying to get us to do is take on the danger associated with the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah. And the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah says, be more interested in what you think you left behind that will satisfy you. And the ultimate gold with the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah is the enemy wants you to turn back and revert your attention back on what God has delivered you from. And you all know how that story concludes. Lot's wife, she looked back and when she looked back, she turned to a pillar of salt. I want to let you all know today, there ain't nothing worth you looking back and going back to. Those those relationships that you had. You know, it, you know, it's so interesting when you're dealing with loneliness, it seems like no good people with a smooth conversation show up at the right time. When you're lonely, show up at the right time. Things show up at the right time. Things show up at the right time, but they're connected to the wrong thing. And that's what God wants us to take advantage of and realize this season that when things show up, but they're the wrong thing, don't embrace those things. All it is is Satan is on his job. And I want y'all to know today that if he's on his job, then our Lord is on his job at a much higher level. The, 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 the anointing of God and the power of God and the deliverance and the deliverance of God is far greater than any trial or temptation that you're going through. And that's why Jesus says so profoundly and so strongly here in this passage. He says, watch this. He said, I am come 
that they might have life, they meaning me, you, us, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. And so in the midst of the biggest struggles of life, there's the possibility for abundance. But you've got to choose you this day whom you will serve. Choose you this day whom you will tap into. And you know, you may not have a lot of strength, but if you can just say, in the name of Jesus, you don't have to say anymore. Sometimes we think we have to be prolific in our releasing of things and in our conversation. It's not in our conversation, but it's in our confidence. And the confidence of Christ and the power of Christ is realized when his name comes out of our mouth or when his authority is released out of our mouth. And when you say Jesus, that lets every demon know that there is a new power in charge. When you say Jesus, that lets every hater, every every negative thought, every negative spirit know that you're no longer operating underneath your power and your will and your authority. But what you're doing is releasing the authority of Jesus. That's why my brothers and sisters, we must never let anything steal the power of our confession, the hope of our confession. And the hope of our confession is tied up in one small but powerful name, and that name is Jesus. You must understand something in seasons when your hope is being challenged, in seasons when your faith is being challenged, in seasons when your emotions are being attacked, in seasons when you don't know your left from your right. You need to know that when you are under intense attack, you are also covered by an intentional, notice this, intense attacks result in you being covered by an intentional blood. And that blood is the blood of Jesus. Your power is in Jesus. Your hope is in Jesus. Everything about us is in Jesus because Jesus went to Calvary's cross. And Jesus, when he went to Calvary's cross, he paid the price for death. He paid the price for hell for us. He paid the price so that we can be empowered and impacted. He paid the price so that he could be our Lord and our Savior. He paid the price so that when we need anything, all we got to do is call him. He paid the price so that he could sit at the right hand of the Father. He paid the price so that he could intercede when we get in trouble. He paid the price that when we call on him, he'll be right there. He paid the price that when he's right there, he'll deal with the demons and the difficulties of life. He paid the price so that when we acknowledge him, woo, he's got to come to our rescue. And that's what the devil wants us to do. He does not want us to acknowledge him and release the power of that name. But there is a name above all names. And that name is Jesus. And Jesus is saying, my authority, my authority that I won for you on Calvary says this, I have come that you might have life and have life more abundant. What is life? Life simply that acronym, living in fullness every day. The Lord has put everything in motion so that we can live in fullness every day. What do you mean, Bishop, fullness? Full of God, full of Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, and that fullness will keep you in your time of temptation. 
That fullness will control you in that time of intense blessing. That fullness will help you when you can't help yourself. Woo! That fullness will bless you when you need a blessing. That fullness will deal with your difficulties when you're going through a trying time. That fullness will heal your body when the doctor's saying that you're sick. That fullness will keep your mind stayed on him when you feel like your mind is being fragmented. That fullness can do anything but fail. And that's what I wanted you to know this day, that the fullness of Jesus, woo, when he says, when he says, I've come, woo. In other words, he said, I gave up my glory so that you might have life and have life abundantly in overflow. Overflow don't always mean that you have the tangible physical blessings that many people connect fullness or abundance to. But abundance, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Jesus is saying, I'm going to make you make sure that regardless of what you're going through, I will be 100% in your life. There's a little term that the Lord gave me about, about 15, 20 years ago. And that term was straight Jesus, no chaser. The Lord is saying, I don't need, I don't need anything to cut my power in order for you to embrace it. I don't need anything to break my power down in order for you to embrace it. And that's what the Lord is saying to us today. I want you to embrace me. I want you to hold on to me. There's a little song of the church we used to sing. It says, everybody ought to hold to his hands. God's unchanging hand. It says, build your hope on things eternal. Just hold to God's unchanging hand. And I like this next verse. It says, life is filled with swift transitions. And that's what I want to let y'all know, that life can change swiftly. It's changing swiftly now. One second you're up and the next second you're ready to give up. One second you're happy and the next second you're unhappy. And so the Lord is saying to us, regardless of what second you find yourself in, I'm in every second of it. And if you can get yourself together and just whisper the name Jesus, just holler the name of Jesus, watch this, just think the name of Jesus. Oh, you're going to be rescued and you're going to be delivered and you're going to be set free. And so I want to let you all know that the Bible says that in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus is our deliverance, is our hope and our power. Why? Because Jesus says when you're under attack, I want you to know when your life seems in jeopardy, I want you to know when you don't feel like you can make it, I want you to know what does Jesus want you to know? That I have come, woo, I'm on the scene now. And I've come and I didn't come to play games, but I've come that you may have life, woo, and have that life more abundantly. My brothers and sisters, I want you to know that our Lord is saying to us today that we are to have life and that life more abundantly. I love the way the Amplified Version of the text says it. It says when that word abundance, the Amplified Version breaks it down and it says we're to have life to the full until it overflows. So if you're not overflowing right now, watch this. 
If you're not overflowing right now, you need to know that Jesus is still at work. Woo! And y'all, I don't know about you. I can make it if I know that Jesus is still at work on my behalf. Because he says, I'm going to make sure your life is in the overflow. And if you're not in the overflow emotionally right now, if you're not in the flow physically right now, if you're not in the overflow financially right now, I want you to know that the goal is the overflow. And if you're not in the overflow, that means Means that Jesus is working so that you will be in the overflow. And so don't look at what's wrong. Just look at Jesus is dealing with the demons of distraction. Demons come to distract. I'm going to say it again, but the devil is a liar and a deceiver. God is not through blessing you, my brother. God is not through blessing you, my sister. Here we go, because can't nobody do you like Jesus can. Can't nobody do you like the Lord can. Why? Because he's come that we might have life. That name Jesus, or when it says name, it means the authority of Jesus. So then what must we do? We must understand and know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the name or the authority of Jesus carries much weight in our deliverance and our breakthrough. Go to Philippians with me. Philippians is where I want to go because we're talking about name. We're talking authority today. And I want you to meet me in Philippians 2 and verse number 9. We're talking about the authority in the name. So whatever you do, don't let the devil remove the name of Jesus out of your mouth, out of your heart, out of your spirit. See, we're so conditioned as modern day Christians that we got to jump, holler and hoop. But no, no, it's not how we confess it, but it's the fact that we confess it. You may confess that name with tears in your eye, but you got to confess it. You might confess that name with doubt in your spirit, but still confess it. And here we go. We've heard this before. We look for new things under the sun, but the power is in what we know. Philippians 2 and 9, here it is. Wherefore, God hath, God also hath highly, highly exalted him and given him, here it goes, a name or given him, Jesus, authority, which is above every authority. Oh, 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 well, it says here, and given him a name which is above every name. And we know name means authority. So I'm going to plug that word authority in there. It says, wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him authority, which is above every authority. <laughs> so the name of Jesus is the canceling factor to bring everything into perspective. I dare you right now, just say in the name of Jesus, wonderful Savior, Jesus, hey, mighty God, Jesus, everlasting Father, Jesus, our Prince of Peace, Jesus. If you could just get a Jesus, ah, you ain't even got to call the whole name and demons know they're getting ready to get whooped. Even today, as I teach and share with you, the demons, the demons that are messing with your spiritual foundation, the last thing they wanted you to do is hear this teaching today. And so I want y'all to know there's power in the name of you. Let me keep reading, y'all. It says, wherefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, watch this, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth 
and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I want to read that in the Amplified version of the text, y'all, because I, I really like the way the Amplified says it as well. It says, for this reason also, because he is obeyed and completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Don't you mess with me today in this word. I want to read it to you now in the, in the, living, in the New Living Translation. And it says it like this in Philippians 2, 9. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor. Woo-wee! Y'all, Jesus, <laughs> who wants us to believe in him and confess him and know that he's in charge, God has elevated him to the place of highest honor. You can't get no higher when you roll with Jesus. Or should I say you can't get any higher when you're in fellowship with Jesus. <laughs> the devil will try to make you think you're low. He'll make you think you're not worth it. But I'm here to tell you again, the devil is a liar and a deceiver. You are in the place of highest honor and gave him a name above all other names that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth. I want to read the contemporary English version. So at the name of Jesus, everyone will bow down. Those in heaven, on earth and under the earth. I mean, bow down. Jesus, when you let the name of Jesus out of your spirit, stuff got to bow down. Stuff has got to bow. bow down means I surrender. Bow down means I recognize your authority. To bow down means I can't compete, nor can I compare with who you are and what you represent. And that's what I want to let y'all know today. When we call on the name of Jesus, that lets every distracting demon know, I can't compete with this brother. I can't compete with this sister. This brother, this sister has got themselves together. They have found their rescuer. They have found their hope and they have found their strength. Everything in the spirit world never stops working. But there's a spirit greater than any spirit, and that's the spirit of our God. There's a name above all names, and that name is the name of Jesus. So y'all, let's call on him. Let's call on name Jesus. Let's let him work this thing out for us. Let's let him bring this thing together. Because we don't know who we fight and what we fight. You could be out there fighting somebody who's for you. But he said, if I'm for you, there's nobody can be against you. So know this, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, precious name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, wonderful name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Oh, tell me who can stand before us when we call on that great name, that name is Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. We have the victory. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless everyone. Bless them where they need you the most. God, give us strength. Give us deliverance and renew our hope. 
And let us not just accept the ordinary, but God, you've created us and placed us so that we can do the extraordinary. That's why you gave us the assurance and the promise that you have come, that we might have life and life in abundance. So God, let us reconnect to your wish for us to live in the overflow. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm Bishop Dennis McMurray, Senior Pastor of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ of Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. And I want you all to know that I approve of this message. Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Our Sunday morning worship service at 1030 a.m. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.